What's going on, guys? Hope you're having a fantastic Thanksgiving week. Uh, really quickly before we hop into the episode, I have an exciting announcement. YouTube has now made it to where there are audio-only podcasts on YouTube's platform. So if you listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can now also listen on YouTube, and it will be the exact same experience. We'll be trying to get video up on YouTube as well. But if you just want to listen on audio like you would in any other platform, you can now do that on YouTube. So subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit that bell notification for uh, notifications whenever we upload a new episode. And also, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, leave us a rating and review over there. It really, really helps. You know, like I say, it's it's the sort of thing where if you're trying out a new podcast and you want to figure out if it's any good, you go and you check out the ratings at the bottom or the reviews. Sort of like Yelp, just helps you figure out if you're going to like the podcast before you listen to it. So it does help us out a lot with new listeners. All righty. That's enough of announcements from me. Again, hope you guys have a fantastic week. Let's hop into the episode with Ben. This is this is a football podcast, man. Meat. Football. Good. Ben, we talk football. We eat burgers. <laughs> Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. It's Josh. It's Ben. It's a Monday night. Back at Kelsey Bowl's about to happen, and we are doing so excited. We're we're doing the podcast thing. Week eleven. We're about to speed run this because I want to go see this game. Exactly, one hundred percent. We are going. To, uh, mark my words. It's going to be forty-five minutes or less. I'm just gonna. I will be turning on the game now. as soon as it comes on. <laughs> A15, it's coming up. Week 11 has come and gone for the most part, except for the Kelsey Bowl. And um, pain was had mostly by me. This was not a good week for me either. It seems like all the injuries, there were not a ton of them, but the ones that there were all seemed to be in my starting lineup in the granddaddy of them all. I, I don't know what it was, but I am, and I still had a good week. That's the dumb, the dumb part is I had the injuries and it wasn't like my team just like died, crapped the bed and it was over. No, 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 no. They were like, actually, we're still going to be pretty good, but like just good enough that we're going to dangle in front of you that like if Cooper Cup or Mark Andrews had combined for more than, I don't know, five points because of injuries, you'd probably win. Brutal. Yeah. I've got a... I've got a couple stories for you this week. <laughs> Obviously, in the granddaddy of them all leagues, I lost to the I'm lo- going to lose to the team unless like Mark Andrew, no, unless Kelsey Swift and Devonta Smith combine for like 90 tonight, which I mean, oh, yes, it could happen. No, no, it's not going to. But I guess technically nope. it could. I'm going to lose in that league. I didn't have any injuries unless you want to count Burrow because I have Jamar Chase in that league, which stings a lot. <clears throat> But in all my other dynasty leagues, I mean, they were just just devastated <laughs> this week. This week was a bad week. I lost, I guess, in our number two league, I lost Burrow. I also got Chase in that league, so that's going to knock him down. In another league, uh, I, it's a tight end premium league. 
And team's been okay all year, but I've been bad at running back. Super bad at running back. I've been piecing it together with David Montgomery, who obviously he's not bad, but he's been injured for a part of the season. Piecing it together with like him, Chuba Hubbard, and Gus Edwards. So going into the playoffs, I'm like, I'm tired of it. Got to make a move here. Trade deadline is this week. Got to make some kind of move here. So I send three first-round picks and Khalil Shakir, and I secured B. John Robinson and Alvin Kamara, which I'm like, great. Awesome. Really need these guys. I feel like this is the push. Because, I mean, the the team is good. Like, I've got Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes. Like, it's a super flex league. Uh, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave had Mark Andrews, uh, Marquise Brown, DJ Moore. Like the team is rock solid top to bottom, but it's been hit or miss because I can't get consistent running back play. So I get that. I feel good going into it. Like I said, six and four. So this week, the guy I got Bijan from, he's one and nine. He's in last place. Aren't Bijan, aren't, aren't the Falcons and Saints on by this week? They, they are, they are, but I I thought I was fine. Because, okay. I mean, the team, the guy's been terrible all year. He just trades his two best players, and the only one he got back in the deal was Khalil Shakir. So he starts Khalil Shakir against me. Again, I'm 6-4 and four, trying to get into the playoffs, and Khalil Shakir has 30 points, <laughs> puts me down by a ton. Like, my team grossly underperformed with Mark Andrews getting hurt, you got uh, Garrett Wilson had like a point. Uh, yeah. Hollywood Brown had three points. So like I'm getting just popped here by the last place team. He's in the dead middle of a rebuild. So he's like, I don't want to win games. Like we the <laughs> number one overall picks to turn my max points for. So he's like, I'm trying to get all the points out of it. I can like he also traded like Jamont, uh DeAndre Swift and he traded Jackson Smith and Jig. But like he got rid of everybody. And decides, no, this is the week. I'm going to drop 140 on top of me, like trying to ruin my playoff chances and take himself out of the number one (laughs) overall pick. Needless to say, I need a huge game from Patrick Mahomes tonight. He took everybody out and still scored points. That's that. He sold everybody. The one piece he got back was Khalil Shakir, (laughs) and he starts him against me in a must-win week after I just traded my team's entire future to get B. John Robinson and Alvin Kamara for this playoff run. I am not in a good place right now. How excited are you going to be? Unless Patrick Mahomes scores 40 tonight, in which case I'll be fine. That could still happen. But how excited are you going to be if you traded all that and don't make the playoffs this year? How excited am I going to be? How excited are you going to be? I won't be because I'll be dead. <laughs> this is the last season for me, boys. The leap Can't off the take it anymore. Whew. Oh, man. Um, there, there was a lot that went down in week 11. Now that, uh, now that I look at all the news that we've got here, there's quite a bit. And it's mostly injuries because we can't have nice things. Because, because we can't. Um, Mark Andrews, <laughs> Mark Andrews is out for the year. Joe Burrow's out for the year. Can we just like, can we just that not have world. Thursday night football? Can we, I'm can we just agree? Done. Gosh, dude. Move it to Friday. Something. I, and, and it, the I think what's so unfortunate about, about both of those injuries is 
Mark Andrews was a hip drop ankle thing. Um, I don't Did know. Did you see I, that guy like, took out like three players that game? <laughs> yeah. He injured Lamar, Mark Andrews, and Odell Beckham Jr. in the same game. He was same player. It was def- what was the the thing the Saints were doing there for a few years? Bounty Head gate. Hunting. Yeah. He was headhunting all of. I don't think he was, but players. like that's that's ridiculous. It's it's very poor planned luck, or I don't know. I don't know. It it was a know. fluky thing, and then Joe Burrow's injury was super fluky. Um, I don't know. Weird. That Burrow one hurts me, man. I'm heavily invested in Jamar Chase across redraft, across dynasty. Ah, <clears throat> I still I still think Jamar Chase is a top ten play but he's not yeah. a top three to four play like he has been all year. So this stings for sure. Yeah, I agree. It, it moves him down to like probably eight or nine. Like he's probably in the, I mean, he's still going to get 12 targets a game. Yeah, but he's probably, I don't know. Like, would you rather have him than Jalen Waddle right now? I'd still rather have him. Okay. I wonder where the cutoff is. Um, Let's see here. I'm intrigued because I don't actually know where I would have the cutoff be for him. Um, DJ Moore or Jamar Chase? Chase. Uh, Jamar Chase or Mike Evans? Chase. Amon Ra or Chase? Amon Ra. Okay. Not in Dynasty, but like if... No, but for this year... Yeah, for this year, I would definitely really have Aminra. I think basically how um, the receiver standings or, or ranks are broken out right now is kind of how I would prefer him. He's the wide receiver seven, and the guys over him are Tyree Kill, Keenan Allen, CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, and Aminra St. Brown. And I, I think, think that's, I all, yeah, that's about I how that. I, I feel like he's the wide receiver seven right now. So that's, I feel like that's going to be the same way. Him and Jefferson are going to be neck and neck when they come back for the same reasons. They're both playing yep. with backup quarterbacks. Yep. Absolutely but you're, they're still top 10 options. You're not benching them by any means ever. Yeah. Devon A. Chain re-aggravated the same knee injury that he had that put him on IR. It's your boy. Oh, it's brutal. Absolutely brutal. And it was like two plays in. I didn't see exactly what happened. I think somebody landed on him, like a fat guy landed on him, and it was game over <laughs> for Devon H. Chain. Fat guys out of here. <laughs> fat shaming these people. It's not these okay, large 300-pound human beings <laughs> fell on a 160-pound. out here playing football. <laughs> One of those big hefties fell on this tiny little shrimp of a human, and it just destroyed him. And Devon uh, H. Chain cannot handle this. You can do that to like Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor. You can't do that to A Chain. Can't do it to A Chain, man. That it sucks so much because it was I had built myself back up. I didn't start him, so I I definitely exercised the self control. I wanted to put him in there, but it was like two plays in, gone forever. It's like oh, jeez. <laughs> Glad I got excited for nothing here. Exactly. That's one hundred percent exactly what it was. Cooper Cup as well. I was talking. I was like, okay. Matthew Stafford's back. They're playing Seattle. Cooper Cup wheels up, and then he hurts his ankle. Wasn't good before he hurt the ankle. 
honestly, nobody was good. Pukunakua ended up okay because he had a touchdown. But like that first half, they won the game. And it was some of the worst offense I have ever seen in a half. They were terrible. Um, yeah, I was looking at that. And then I saw, obviously, Cup went down early. And I was frustrated. I'm like, well, I went to check in on Kapuka. I'm like, well, I guess he's probably doing well. And he had one, he had seven points on one catch, which was like a four yard touch. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I didn't watch that game, but I I checked in at halftime and it was abysmal. It was awful. I think at halftime, Matthew Stafford was like three for seven for 45 yards or something. I'm. Yeah, I, when I saw Cup went down, I'm like, I'm about to hear, I have to hear it from Josh so much this week about how amazing Puka is, and I'm like, oh shoot, he's only got one catch. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're preparing yourself for it. And Puka hadn't done crap. Yeah, either. I was sitting there like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, Puka's gonna dominate. A chain's oh. gonna be back. I'm like, oh god, this is gonna kill me this week. You know, at the end of the day, Puka did finish with like five for seventy and a touchdown. With no cup and you only had five catches, get out of here. <laughs> trash. I don't want him. It was bad. It was really bad, all things considered. Uh, rough. Uh, Kenneth Walker, he left with an oblique injury. Okay, again. <laughs> These injuries are targeting me. I made ridiculous. a trade Sunday. I made a trade Sunday <laughs> because I, I needed a quarterback in a super flex league and my... I had Mark Andrews. It was a, it's tight in premium, very deep, deep rosters. I had had Kirk Cousins, and he got hurt. Justin Jefferson, he obviously is hurt. Mark Andrews was the straw that broke the camel's back, though, where it's like, okay, I am stringing things along with Cooper Cup playing as my second quarterback right now. Geno Smith is the only quarterback left. And it's tight end premium, so you really just can't get shelled at both tight end and one of the quarterback spots every single week. I think it's like so it's when six Mark points Andrews, per passing touchdown, too. So it's it's a high-scoring yeah. league. Yeah. So Mark Andrews goes out, and it's like, okay, all right, now I've got to pull the trigger on something. I've either got to go get a tight end and keep stringing along a quarterback, or I've got to go get a tight end just to, like, tread water. So I made a trade Sunday afternoon for Dak Prescott. And in that deal, I gave up because I have a million running backs. I I did the whole all-in thing. I have legitimately like eight top 15 running backs on this team right now. Like it, it, That's a good feeling. It's, it's a very good feeling. Um, it's, you know, Kenneth Walker, Josh Jacobs, uh, James Conner, Raheem Mostert, Gus Edwards, uh, eh, Najee Harris, Darrell Henderson. Just a lot of guys that, like, if you had to start in a pinch, you could be okay like with it's it. A, it's a... 12 team league and like the rosters are deep, like really, really deep. So like even really even Najee Harris in this league, like that's that's got some value. Like that's a guy who's going to start on most people's teams. Yeah. So I made a trade. I gave up Kirk Cousins, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift, and a 2026 first round pick to get Dak Prescott and Michael Pittman. And then not five minutes after I make the deal. The one running back that I'm like, I I feel good about him, Kenneth Walker, gets hurt. So, I don't know. Yeah, I was... And then I scored I, less I than 100 part of the points. Deal. I wasn't part of the deal, but Landon Huell, he texts me. he Because he's one of those teams that's like, it's been he hasn't been scoring that many points, but he's just winning weeks because he's like, 
I mean, he's had, he had a couple of, he got the fewest points against. So he's like, all right, screw it. I've got some good assets. Like, I'm gonna just trade and let's go. Let's go try to win it this year. And he really improved his team. And he texted me when you sent him that trade. And he's like, I don't really want to give up Dak. I'm like, holy crap, dude. Like, you, I'm sorry. You've got to take that trade. Like, that is amazing value. Like, yeah. I, I don't care. That's that's awesome. And I was, like, yep. really surprised that you sent it to him. And then I saw you did the deal or whatever. And then, like, I saw it, too. Like, Kenneth Walker went hurt. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Josh, is he just lost everyone. Yeah. I guess the reason I made the deal is because I was getting Michael Pittman back. And Michael Pittman, it's a P, it's a full PPR league. And Michael Pittman, it is very a good, good time in Dynasty to buy Michael Pittman. It really yeah. is. And it like Michael Pittman has averaged more points per game than Devontae Adams this year, and he's younger. And I was like, okay. And I had a million running backs, and I'm about to get Justin Jefferson back. So it was like, I can, I can take the depth hit. I need a quarterback and like a good one. And Dak Prescott, it, he's the QB six. So. We'll see how it works out. This week it was rough. It was not not good this week, and I ne- I needed something this week. I didn't even hit the league median. It was it was rough. I'm pulling for you, Josh. I'm I'm getting the 101 and 102 in that league, so I'm I'm happy. <laughs> You're living large. <laughs> I'm I'm pulling in Caleb and Marvin. Let's go. Oh geez. Uh, last couple pieces here. Aaron Jones was knocked out Sunday with a knee injury. I don't. I haven't seen anything about the severity of that one. Um, so I don't know if you've seen something, let me know, but I, I don't know I, I how long he's expected out on that one. And, uh, Kyron Williams is expected to return from IR this coming week, which is good for him. Forgot about Kyron Williams. He was a big story on early and, uh, hadn't heard from too. him in about two months. Well, he's been on IR for a month. Um, or I don't know, six weeks. They went on a bye week like in there. longer than that. It's been a minute four since weeks, we've seen Kyron Williams. Four weeks stretches for a while in in season. You kind of forget yeah. guy like Kyron Williams absolutely was somebody I forgot about. I just forgot he existed. Yeah. If it's not like Justin Jefferson, you're like, mm, who was that? Yeah, 100%. A-Chain, I still was, I was there. But for some reason, Kyron Williams, I, that's your boy. I don't know. That's your yeah, that's DeAndre cool. Swift right there. That he is. And just like DeAndre Swift, he might have been a, a star that burned too hot and is now extinguished. Uh, Swift is back, baby. <laughs> uh, okay. We've got a bunch of talking points to go over from the games on Sunday. We're not going through every game, but we're trying to just we hit some of our main takeaways. Exactly. We got a game to watch, guys. So we're just basically going through some of the the highlights, if you will, from Sunday, from a fantasy perspective. <clears throat> Some of these storylines that I think are worth keeping tabs on for the rest of the season. Um, and starting things off, our collective guy, Golly. Justin Herbert. Josh and I both are, are pretty heavily invested in Justin Herbert and also are big fans of him, just in general. He's fantastic. And every week that goes by, I am more entrenched in my feeling that Justin Herbert is the best wasted player in the NFL right now, where he delivers every single week and the defense blows coverages every single week. This week, his receivers had six drops. Keenan Allen had two drops in the red zone, one on third down that would have, uh, 
yeah, one of them was a touchdown. One would have gotten them a first down at the three-yard line. Quentin Johnson dropped a uh, pass at the end that would have put them in field goal range if he would have he just fallen that, down that after catching it. That probably would have been a 70-yard touchdown because he was like five yards behind the defender. Absolutely. Yeah, he he got a ton of separation, so he could have scored on it. Or if he would have just fallen down, they would have been in field goal range and they could have won the game or tied yeah. the game, I guess. Um, I And then Austin Eckler fumbled like within inside the five-yard line. Yep. I think they were 0 for 3 on their red zone appearances. I think I like, saw that. I, <clears throat> I guess I get to a certain extent of people want to blame the quarterback. But like if you have watched the Chargers this year, and there's, sure, there are some games where Justin Herbert will put on his Josh Allen hat and try to do too much, and he'll throw a, an ill-advised interception or something. But let's be honest, what quarterback doesn't do that every now and then? Like they especially the stars like Herbert and Allen and them, they're going to try to do too much sometimes. That just comes with the territory of having someone who is that good. Yeah. And if you watch this game, this was not his fault. There was no. He did everything you could have asked him to do to win the game. I have two touchdowns that were dropped. My running back fumbled inside the five. My defense and coach are completely inept. What, what, what more do you want from him? Yeah, he's got 2,600 yards, 19 touchdowns, five picks, and then 186 yards rushing and three more touchdowns on the ground. So he's got 22 total touchdowns, five interceptions. He's a QB2 in fantasy, and um, they're 0-5 in one-score games. And the more— Brandon like, Staley's I, got it. I don't know how he has a job right now. I have no idea. They should have fired him after the playoff game last year. They should have fired him the, today. Yeah, the, the bonehead stuff he's done all season up to this point. And you see him he's like a defensive flip out guy. on the reporter? I did, yeah. Where he's like, I have full confidence, yada, yada. They blow more coverages than any other so team you just threw your seen. you just threw your players under the bus. That's you saying, like, I'm calling the right stuff. It's, they're just not executing. And it's coaching, dude. They are way too talented to be this bad on defense. They've got too many, they, like, They pay the guys. most money... They pay the most money to defenders in the league. They have the highest defensive salary. Yeah, that's got happen. Joey Bosa, who granted he got hurt. But I think people forget how good Khalil Mack is. Like he when six, the Raiders six, got him six, from six Chicago, people flipped out. Like Khalil yeah. Mack is awesome. You got Derwin James. Like you've got uh Asante Samuel at cornerback. Like you have got players. Talented yeah, players. They've got to dogs. Work with. They're terrible. And they have a losing record. Yeah, they're four and five. They could very easily be nine and one. If a couple things here or there go, some of it probably is. And not even all of them have to go your way. Like it's football. Like any any given Sunday you can lose, but like every time? Yeah, every single time. Every time. I don't know, dude. I don't, yeah. It's brutal. I and I, I feel so bad for Justin Herbert. I I love Justin Herbert. He is. We all know my my favorite player is Josh Allen, but he legitimately may be number two. I'm right there with you. He might be yeah. my favorite player in the NFL right now. I love watching him do. He's so much fun. He's he's so great. Another thing here are David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs top ten running backs, rest of season. There must must start. So, uh, 
I think so. Let's see here. So. Um, David Montgomery, this is half PPR scoring. David Montgomery is averaging 16.6 half PPR points. And Jameer Gibbs this season is averaging 15.7 half PPR points. Um, I don't have it exactly in front of me, but I'm going to assume that is top 10 in points per game for both guys. Granted, David Montgomery missed a couple games. So, you know, well, Jameer that's Gibbs, in there. Jameer Gibbs missed a, few, missed a couple games too. Yeah. So Montgomery's RB6 in points per game. Jameer Gibbs is the RB8 in points per game. That's not top 10. I, I, I don't know what you uh, want from me. That's pretty good. Jameer that's Gibbs good. is top 10 on the season right now. He's the RB9 in half PPR. I'm, you can't sit either one of them. I would say they're both top 10. I slight edged maybe to Gibbs just with the receiving yeah. upside. But I think it's a it's a bit more tenuous with Dave Montgomery because he has to score. If he doesn't score a touchdown, you end up you get let down. Yeah, you were you were very frustrated up until the final drive because he had like eight carries for about fifty yards, I think. Yeah. And then he had like forty yards and a touchdown on the final drive. So he ended up having a really good day. Um up to that point Gibbs had been the guy. But like still this is two games in a row that we have seen Gibbs and Montgomery both out there. Both of them dominated. Like, Gibbs has earned the trust of the coaching staff finally. You see Campbell is giving him the goal line work. He's been awesome as a receiver. But that has not really diminished David Montgomery at all. Like, they love David Montgomery in, in Detroit. We knew that coming in. He's, he's getting goal line touches, too. Like, they've got a full-on two-headed monster, and it is working right now. The offensive yeah. line is healthy. I I am enjoying watching the Lions, I will say. It's fun. They're so fun to watch, dude. And they're probably going to win 12 or 13 games this year, probably be a two or three seed in the NFC. I don't know if they can make the Super Bowl, but I feel like they've got just about as good of a chance as the Eagles or, I don't know, the Cowboys. Is that like the third team there? Eight and the two NFC? right now, dude. That's awesome. So, yeah, they're fun to watch. And their run game travels. Their offensive line travels. They're going to be in it just about every game. Another guy, the the Eagles Eagles Chiefs game. So if you see me do this, you know something happened. <laughs> Let me know if AJ You're Brown scores. On YouTube. I need him to have like thirty. Who? I need AJ Brown to have like thirty. Today. Well, it's a conflict of interest because I need Devonta Smith to have thirty. Maybe they can both have thirty, and Jalen Hurts just throws. Hey, that'd like be eight great. Touchdowns. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Just yes, give me that. I'm okay with it. We need to have a chat really quickly about a diminutive receiver for the Houston Texans. Nico Collins. One Tank Dell. Yeah, yeah, the tall no, guy. Just <laughs> Dude, it's, I'm I'm upset at Tank Dell cuz in the granddaddy of them all league, Tank Dell just dropped 30 on me. Yep. Thank you for that. All these no-name yep. receivers are destroying me this week. Tank Dell, I guess Tank Dell's not necessarily a no-name anymore. But Tank Dell did it to me. Collect Khalil Shakir in the other league. And like you, you just said, Devin Singletary was started against Ty me Chandler in the Grand Eddie had Mall. 13 on you? <laughs> My gosh, stop it! <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, Tank Dell is very interesting because he is 5'10", 165 pounds. But his last three weeks, 
11 targets, six for 114, two touchdowns. 14 targets, six for 56, one touchdown. 10 targets, eight for 150, and a touchdown. He's a must start option, too, honestly. <sighs> he's probably like, I don't think he's like a top 10 or anything, but he's top 20, top, top 15. Yeah, he's currently the wide receiver 15 and half PPR. And I don't know how much this is worth. But in games that C.J. Stroud has big games, Tank Dell also has big games. Well, he's a big play receiver. It kind of comes down to, guy. like, if you believe in C.J. Stroud, you believe in Tank Dell. And I think I we would say we believe in C.J. Stroud. I mean, this may sound mean, and I, I don't mean it to me, because, like, Nico Collins and, like, Tank Dell and those guys, I think they're they're legit. They can ball. But I think Deion, like CJ Stroud is doing this with relatively subpar weapons. Like none of those names sit here and like, oh wow, that that's a dog. You're like Nico Collins or or Tank Dell. Like, ah, they're okay. Who are they again? Where like where they play college? Like I don't really know who these guys are. So if CJ's doing this with these guys, can you imagine if they go get one of the big names in free agency? Like there there are yeah. some big name receivers coming out that are free agents this year, like T Higgins. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, Marquise Brown, like big names. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. If they go get any of those guys, holy cow, dude. If they get, I know T. Higgins is, we would agree that would be incredible. But the one that I don't know that people are all in on would be if Brandon Ayuk went to Houston. I think he would be unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Wait, wait. Look at the big plays he's making as like the fourth option in in San Francisco. He's he the like best 100. receiver. Brandon Ayuk was started has. against me in that league too, by the way. There you go. Stop it. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Meanwhile, I'm over here with everybody of note who got hurt outside of Joe Burrow. All started Gosh. for me. Everyone who got hurt started for you, and everyone who went off was started against me. It's I'm very amazing. angry about this. It's it's so good. An- another thing here, Let's and maybe on. this is because uh, Mark Andrews got hurt, and so I have had to turn my sights onto other tight ends, but Dalton Kincaid, the last five games, he has target totals of 8, 7, 11, 6, and 7, and yeah. he's been... Maybe he's not getting some of the shine that Sam Laporte is getting, but he's been about the same over the past five weeks in terms of fantasy points scored. Laporte has been kind of a slump. He has been a little bit, hasn't he? Did, a little bit. I looked at one point yesterday and had like one target for like one catch for eight yards or something. Like he just wasn't involved for some reason. I think Laporte is awesome, but I feel real smart is like right as his, at his peak. I traded him for Devonta Smith. I'm like, ha! Ah, now he's not any good. <laughs> you get. I'm, to I'm eat really that kidding. Laporta Laporta is a dog, but Laporta is really good. I think too, like unless something changes with the Bills' offense, Don Kincaid's probably going to be really fine the rest of the season. I don't oh, know he's that a, he's Josh Allen's safety blanket right now. Yeah, he like had the most targets. It's digs, and if digs not open, yesterday. I'm dumping it off to Kincaid. Yeah. I think he's been good enough that even when Dawson Knox comes back, which he has not played over this five-game stretch, 
Kincaid, I think, has true. just sort of cemented himself. Yeah. So Yeah, I think I think Kincaid's really good. Kincaid yeah. is one of those if you lost Mark Andrews, try to go get him somehow. Where would you rank him amongst tight ends that are currently going? Because I it's in, obviously in dynasty or or redraft. Just for the rest of the season. <laughs> rest of the season, I would go obviously Kelsey Hawkinson one and two. Yep. Then I'm I'm going Laporta at three. And I think I think he's he's right there in the he's four he's four or five. Kittle Kittle's been kind of on a, a resurgence lately, so I, I may I don't know, dude. He's I'm a, I'm gonna say him, put him at five, but I don't feel great about it. You could talk me up to four. As of today, I think I would rather have Kincaid than. I don't know if I'd rather have Kincaid than Kittle right now, and Laporta is like, I want to say I would rather have Laporta, but I, Kincaid I right now Laporta is right now. Yeah, Laporta's had higher ceilings. Kincaid has had higher floor. Like Kincaid hasn't, and and this is half PPR, <clears throat> but over the last five weeks, he's not scored less. Let's see, he had 7.6 this past week, but that was 6 for 46. So if you're in PPR leagues, that's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think he I don't think you're gonna see Kincaid kill you. Let's put it that way. No. He's I feel very safe if I have him. I also feel really safe. Honestly, I feel feel good with him in Dynasty too. Oh, he's like if Dynasty. I would prefer Mark Andrews in a Dynasty league. For now, just because I think Mark Andrews is going to be very better, or that's a that's bad grammar. Very better. Very he's going better. to be much better in the in the short term, like next two three years, than Dalton Kincaid will. But like, if you're trying to win a championship, I could I w- I would be okay flipping Mark Andrews for Dalton Kincaid right now, just because of the production for right this minute. Yeah. That's probably a move I would make if I was trying to win this year. I would I would see what I could get done, kick the tires on a Mark Andrews for Dalton Kincaid trade, especially yeah. if the other guy's rebuilding. Yeah. Isaiah Last Jacob couple things here. One thirty yards. Did he really? That little not a touchdown, but he did just gash the. Defense. That little Energizer Bunny running like he's trying to put holes in the ground. He is furious every time he touches the ball. <laughs> Calvin Ridley finally resurfaced. Ah, yes, he, uh, I benched him. <laughs> He's been so bad that I told I texted you yesterday, no, two days ago, because we were talking a trade, and I told you that Calvin Ridley is a pumpkin. <laughs> and then he went out and he had a hundred yards, and I was like, okay, well, maybe pumpkin was a strong word. Maybe that was a little bit excessive. Calvin Calvin Ridley is. Is an upgraded version of Gabe Davis right now. Oh, jeez! You live by the big game and you die by the the floor week. God, obviously, I say upgraded. Fun, I would man. definitely prefer, prefer Ridley to Gabe Davis, but Ridley has been wildly hit or miss this year. Yeah, I mean, he had a great week one, so of course I started in the next few weeks and he does nothing. Then he scores a touchdown in London, but he kind of does nothing after that for like the next few weeks, and now he does this 30-burger. Yeah, I mean, he 
He's currently sitting on wide receiver 26 and half PPR. He has, the problem is he's got these games where he just disappears and does nothing. Like if, if those games where he has three points, five points, if he would have eight points, you'd feel better about it. And what's weird is like, I've, I've watched a few Jaguar games and like, it's not like he's not on the field. Like he's a three down receiver. He's always out there. It's just, they don't throw in the ball. Yeah. I mean, he gets, there's games where he's got two targets, four targets, three targets. But then, you know, this past week, nine targets, seven for 103. Uh, week eight against Pittsburgh, 10, six for 83. Uh, against Buffalo, week five in London, it was eight targets, seven for 122. So, like, I don't know if it's a scheme thing or if he's doing something wrong, but, like, there's absolutely games where he's getting I think, completely I think Lawrence deleted. just loves Christian Kirk. Absolutely that loves too. Him. That, too. I think that's definitely part of it. I don't know. I am not in on Calvin Ridley rest of season. I kind of think that this was going to be the blip on the radar. Not to say that he's going to be three points per game the rest of the season. I just don't think you can trust him. And so therefore I wouldn't be starting. No, that's that's why I compare him to Gabe Davis. I think he's obviously better. He's a little bit safer, but it's just it's so inconsistent. I, you don't feel good throwing him in the lineup. He can win you the week, yeah. but he can absolutely be the reason you're gonna lose too. Absolutely. Final thing here. So unless far, you we're like 50-50 on the my guys from uh, from our we episode. Are, we are. I need to go back and just see like who all of our my guys were and and how that turned I out. Remember, I remember, know... I think, who mine were. I think. I don't even remember. I had were. Ridley was definitely one of them. It was Ridley, um, Jameer Gibbs, TJ okay. Hawkinson, and there was one more. Hawkinson and Gibbs so far have proven me right. Ridley has proven me dead wrong. I don't remember who my fourth was. I truly don't remember who any of mine were. I know one was Chris Olave, Miles Sanders. Chris Olave and Miles Sanders were were two of yours. Oof. I think Chris Olave hasn't let you down, but he hasn't been what you were hoping for. And Miles Sanders got hurt and has just Miles Sanders is a it, Miles Sanders is a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, he, he mm, bad, real bad. Uh, did you? Have you got Swift I remember. <laughs> no, Swift wasn't a my guy. Okay. Should have been. You, you had a little self control on that one. Should have been. Yeah, he probably should have been. That's the one time. Like I should have should have trusted my gut, man. I'd I'd look like a freaking genius right now. <laughs> Last thing here, Tony Pollard finally scored. It took them playing the Carolina Panthers for him to do it. Um, sp- talk about a guy who really has not lived up to expectations. He he did finally come through a little bit, but they have been a pass-centric offense, believe it or not, this year. It's been the Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb show, and then whichever tight end they decide to throw a touchdown to, on any given week. It's either Schoonmaker or Ferguson. You never know which one. Uh, but Pollard just hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> he scored name? a touchdown Sunday. <laughs> it's a great name, isn't it? I, I, I just want to name, like get a dog and name it Schoonmaker. This is Schoonmaker. <laughs> Such a Sounds dignified like a name for an animal. <laughs> Eating a schoon. What does he do for a living? He's a Schoonmaker. <laughs> Excuse me, what is that? I don't know. 
You have to like to that try one, one of yourself. my schoons. <laughs> it's like a, like a, I don't know, a South Park being British. I can, be, I can see it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like Tony Pollard was one of those guys that was like him, Bijan, Christian McCaffrey before the season. It was like, lock them in. They're going to be great. And uh, it's yikes. it's just CMC. It's only CMC. It's CMC and DeAndre Swift. Oh boy, how did we get here? <laughs> how how did this season play out this weird? We should have seen Swift coming. We should have should have seen the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. We should have known Dog. Darrell Henderson was going to reemerge. I forgot Darrell Some... Henderson was alive until a couple weeks ago. You forgot like, he existed. Oh yeah, that person, that person's real. We should have known Gus Edwards is going to have 88 touchdowns this year. Gus Edwards is the RB4. We didn't put that in the notes, but we should have that discussion really quick. Gus Edwards is the RB4. What is happening? Uh, and it's all on touchdowns. Why? I mean, he's he is doing stuff outside of just scoring, but like, he's just scoring. Uh, Patrick Mahomes just threw a touchdown to Justin Watson. Oh, oh, Justin Watson, who cares about him? I'm, I'm sitting here watching it over here, and and Travis Kelsey had three defenders on him. <laughs> like They oh, grabbed well, him you know, at the goal line and said, no, you stay. Well, uh, you know. And Justin that's, Watson that's was uncovered. True. Fair enough. Uh, you got to throw the guy who's wide open in the end zone. I mean, I, you know. Yeah, <laughs> there are literally three eagles on Travis Kelsey and Justin Watson running uncovered. Amazing! They're like, don't Fine. cover the little white guy. We'll cover the big white guy. Yeah, the big ones. The big one's always the scary one. <laughs> oh, if there's uh, unless you want to talk more about Gus Edwards, that'll do it from this one, and uh, we'll go Let's watch, go watch this football. Monday night game. Let's go watch some football. I'm excited. Thank you guys game of the so year. much Potentially for listening. I, I hope that would be great. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. We will see you later this week, hopefully, when we're breaking down week 12 and mourning the other losses that will come on a Thursday night, most likely. Uh, how many games are happening Thanksgiving? Uh, three. I think you've got uh, Lions Packers is the okay. 1230 Sounds game. Right. You've got uh, the night game, I think, is Seattle versus San Francisco. If I'm thinking, remembering this that correctly. Sounds right. Yeah. And then because, there is um, a game in the middle that I don't remember. The Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving, so they'll get one. Cowboys Commanders. Yep. So Lions Packers, Cowboys Commanders, Seahawks 49ers. And there's actually a Friday game this week. That's the prime game because they got bumped it, obviously, for Thanksgiving. What? They got to bump the prime game to Friday. The Jets and the Dolphins play on Friday afternoon at 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. We have a, wow, a Black Friday 3 p.m. game where we don't have to watch Zach Wilson. We get four days of football. We get Thursday all day on Thanksgiving. Then you get yep. a, a weird game in the middle of Friday, Black Friday. You get rivalry week in football, and then obviously the Yo, Sunday yes. games. That's, this is an amazing four-day stretch, and I'm excited. I can't wait for it. We probably will not do an episode later this week, but if we do, we'll see you then. Have a great one, everybody. Have a great Thanksgiving with all your friends and family, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Peace.
Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at fantasybrothers underscore or on Twitter at fantasybros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash fantasybrothers.